Hi everyone, welcome to HubShots episode 74. We talk about chatbots, keywords, HubSpot sales gotchas, and a bogus tip to finish it all off. This is the podcast for marketing managers or people in sales who are either considering using HubSpot or are using HubSpot. My name is Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found, and with me is my co-host Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. Craig, how are you? Oh, um, very well, thank you. And um, you know, we're going to talk about chatbots, and that's just yet another Facebook entity yes. that we're connecting with with this uh, podcast. So, exactly. Yeah, getting a bit out of control there. So, it is out of control. <laughs> Let's move on to our inbound thought of the week, Craig. And so we've implemented, or you have implemented, the HubShots chatbot. Yeah. So do you remember many episodes ago, I said, I just don't get chatbots. Yes. Darmesh was like, you know, chatbots are the future and AI and all. I was like, I don't get chatbots. Anyway, I was reading this blog post um, by Matt Barbie that's talking about chatbots for marketing. I thought it was excellent. Matt Barbie from HubSpot. Uh, We've got a link in the show notes. And so he pointed me to this free tool called ChatFuel where you can build your own chatbot. So I did, and we've connected it to the HubShots Facebook page, which now means you can chat with our HubShots chatbot via Messenger. And uh, so we've programmed it up with a whole bunch of responses and you can type in some people's names and ask for a quote. And actually, and thanks to Justin Thing for testing this afternoon. (laughs) And now you can actually type in existential (laughs) and it'll give you an answer. So we've got the link there. Um, Yeah, HubShots um, podcast chatbot. So try it out. Give us your feedback. I think after you implemented this and I was playing with it and testing it with you on the weekend, I think we've discovered lots of interesting uses for it, isn't it, across clients that we serve. And I think what I'm going to be doing is actually thinking about how I'm going to go and implement this for some of the clients that are using it. It's really good because now that we've actually started using a chatbot, it does make sense. So I can really see what Damesh was saying all those months ago. And, yeah, there's so many opportunities there for just even offering specials and um, coupons and things like that. Now, Craig, do you think that that realisation that you've come to is because you actually went through the process of setting it up and implementing or is it something that you've actually come to because you've broadened your understanding of the chat, what a chatbot can do? Yeah, look, it's a good question and I I would say it's a mix of those things. But I think because Damesh said chatbots and AI are important, I, I kind of I trust him on that even though I didn't get it. Uh, I think also because my experience to, at that point has been so many dumb chatbots. You know, mm. they're just useless. Yeah. Uh, you type in something, oh, sorry, I don't know. Or it doesn't matter what you type in. It's like, hi, thanks for that. Like just useless responses. Yeah, and I think and I, this is this yeah. is really an interesting point you bring up because I think that when you're doing this or you're teaching a chatbot what to do, you've got to actually think about what it has to respond to with people to a certain degree, Right. And I think by testing it with myself, with people within the HubShots group, it's been quite interesting. We've found things that we've had to tell it or educate it about so it can get the right answer for the question that it's being required to get. Isn't that right? I, I think that is right. And I think the key thing here is what's the purpose of the chatbot? Yes. So for us, it's just been something to play with, right? Yeah. But we wouldn't go to a customer and say, oh, yeah, put in a chatbot. And they, because, the, well, we might. They should theoretically be saying, Why? What's the goal? It's kind of like saying, oh, you should send emails. Why? What's yes. the goal? So you've always got to have a goal for something. And I think the whole chatbot experience needs to be applied. It's got to save time and add value. Because if you're actually putting something in that's dumb and wastes people time, 
people's time, you're actually going to reduce the brand experience. Okay. They're less likely to engage. So that's where that whole AI piece comes in. It's actually got to be really smart and provide value. And, and I can see now that the tools are getting smarter at doing that, that's where the value is going to be. So it's definitely something to jump onto. It's very early days. And, I mean, you only have to play with the hub, hub shots chatbot for, you know, a couple of minutes you find its weaknesses. We are improving it, though. Based yes. on all the feedback we're getting, we're actually adding stuff to it. So it's it's actually getting useful, you know. Can ask it for Ask it for a tip. HubSpot tip of the week. All right, on to our marketing feature of the week, Craig. Now, this is something that people may not be aware until they really deep dive into the tool. It's the keyword history in the HubSpot keyword tool. So what this enables you to do is actually see over time what's happened to a keyword, where its ranking has been, and what content is actually ranking for that keyword. So this is building transparency into everything that we do. And I always use this as a form of example to demonstrate to people that there is no magic here, that we can actually tie everything back to content that is actually generating a result. One really interesting thing that I found out, you can only go back one year in terms of keyword data. So if you've got if you've got an account with obviously longer than a year's worth of data, just understand that you're not going to see anything past a year backwards. All right, Craig, on to our marketing confusion of the week. Yeah, so this is something I just found this week. So, you know, lead flows. Yes. We've talked we about love them. Lead we flows. love lead flows, right? Well, I only, I've only really been using them in the pro accounts or the yes. paid accounts. And when you click on a lead flow, it takes you to edit mode. I actually realize now because I've started putting some sites, other sites on HubSpot um, marketing, free. marketing free for their lead flows. When you click on uh, a lead flow in free, it actually takes you to a stats screen, which is actually really useful. And it'll show you conversion rates of how that lead flow is going. I'm going oh, this is great. Oh, why can't we get this in pro? So just a bit of confusion there. If you're, if you're kind of wondering, oh, has this been disabled in pro? No, it's not there. I yeah. don't know why, and hopefully it will come to pro and, and, and basic as well. But, yeah, a bit of confusion there. Just thought I'd uh, highlight that for listeners. Do you think they test stuff in uh, marketing free before moving in onto pro accounts? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, anyway, be aware of that when that happens. Now, onto our HubSpot sales feature of the week, and this is something new that's come out this week. It's pinned notes on contact records. Quite possibly the most small feature update of the year. But, yeah, you can just pin a note to the top of the timeline. Yeah. Handy, Very important. Handy, yes. Yeah. Massive update, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now onto the HubSpot sales gotcha, Craig. And I, didn't, I haven't seen this because I obviously don't use this the way you do or you've got a client that uses it. But tell me what was the big gotcha for this week. Okay. So the problem we've got is that um, deals. So we're in HubSpot sales, the CRM site, <clears throat> deals. They have a modified date. Yes. And they... Which most things do. Which most things do. And last modified date. And people use that to report on deals or actually any kind of record that has been changed within a date range. However, and here's the little gotcha, just so that people are aware. HubSpot have been adding new fields to deals. And one of them is original source. And they calculate that field based on companies and contacts that are linked to the deal. So you might think, oh, okay, that's fine. That sounds great. The where it's been a problem is that they actually, when they added the fields, they auto-calculated them. So we've now, they were updated, I think, to the 22nd of February for a whole bunch of deals, even though many of those deals have had nothing changed on them. 
In fact, some of the deals were closed off last year, but now they've been modified this month. So that's caused a lot of pain for one of my customers because they do a ton of reporting yes. on their deals. They export out to Excel to all yep. these tables. So I wanted to just mention that to listeners. If you're suddenly going, oh, modified date, who's been modifying this record? Who's, you know, what's going on? Possibly it's not you going insane. It's the fact that behind the scenes, HubSpot have added some fields and calculated them yeah. each time. So just be aware of that. On to our cafe consulting, Craig, and this is only a week away. On the 8th of March in Sydney, and you can book 30 minutes with Craig and myself, and you can actually come and pick our brains for 20 minutes to half an hour. Bring your HubSpot login, bring anything that is troubling you with HubSpot, and we can help you sort it out. And speaking of cool things happening in Sydney, we just saw that last week they've announced that the next Sydney HubSpot user group called A Hug, do you like that, is on the 30th of March. So we've got a link to the LinkedIn group. I, I was looking at the HubSpot uh, user group site itself, and that's still out of date, so I don't know. So don't go on that. Um, the LinkedIn group's got the details, 30th of March, and hopefully that uh, we'll get more details before then. And, that's uh, right. We'll, so you we'll, can't yeah. register at this moment in time, so please don't go try to Yeah, find just put it in your diary for now, 30th of March, uh, if you're in Sydney. And if you're not in Sydney, you, we'd love you to see you in Sydney. Come and join us. All right, Craig, on to our opinion of the week, and it's the value of time. Yes, it's just a quickie because, you know, HubSpot is quite expensive. Uh, it's an expensive tool. But relative. a valuable one? Well, to some and not to others. But here's an example of where it is very valuable. So yes. this actually happened today, <clears throat> chatting with a, a new yep. customer, setting it up, and the power of smart lists. So they've got an e-commerce store, and what they wanted to do was work out how to get a list of people that had bought a particular item but had been given then a coupon code but hadn't actually used that coupon code within a certain period of time so that they could then do a follow-up email, right? So it's not a particularly complex idea. However, because they had WooCommerce and MailChimp and, a, and an integration into Xero, they couldn't do it. We've connected HubSpot and we've got the revenue conduit connector in between. That was basically a simple smart list, just calculated like that. And so what we were chatting about it is kind of like how they'd actually spent all weekend on it previously not all weekend sorry they'd spent a previous weekend spending many hours trying to do this they did exports from mailchimp and exports from woocommerce and then got it together in excel all of this kind of stuff to get this list of people that they then used in mailchimp again to email and it sounds like they might have you know they but i know the people that did it they're very smart people so it's not as though they didn't know how to use the tools so we're just chatting today we did this a couple of minutes in hubspot and they're like wow I get yes. the power of it. Yeah. So the point of mentioning this as an opinion is if you're wondering if HubSpot's a fit, think of those kinds of scenarios where you've spent literally hours sometimes to get a list to work out people who have done things and not others to try and target them. This is the thing that people don't realise, I think, about some of these premier tools. HubSpot SmartList, a good one. The amount of time that that saves you, like that could be three or four hours every month, put that into dollar terms and quite possibly the cost of HubSpot actually becomes cheap. Yeah, that's right. And I think when you think about all the things that can be achieved with minimal effort, really, I think it's well worth it. All right, on to our creative top 10 of the week, Craig. Okay. This challenge was, uh, tell, tell us about this challenge. You know, my challenge to you this week, I wanted you to come up with 10 Facebook audiences for promoting a natural cosmetics line too. Sure. What have you got for me? All right, let me start with the easy ones, Craig. Number one, 
I should have said women, 21 plus, that use organic food. All right. Well, it could. It doesn't have to be women. It doesn't have to be women, but I thought we'll start there. Yeah, good one. All right. The next one is women 18 plus that are interested in allergy. So would have some sort of allergy or... Excellent. Because natural cosmetics. Natural cosmetics. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. No preservatives, nothing. Yep. Uh, Number three, women, again, 18 plus uh, with upcoming birthdays to treat themselves. Ah, so, how do you do that in Facebook? How do you do Facebook audience based on birthday? Uh, there is a way you can select with an upcoming birthday. Oh, nice. I think it's, it's within a certain date range. Oh, nice. That's why I've, I found that. So, I put that there. Nice one. All right, next one. Makeup artists, 18 plus, with interest in lipstick. Oh, perfect. Very good. Okay. Now, there are variations to that as well, like people that own makeup studios or other things, but that's pretty much that. All right, number five, women 21 plus with children 0 to 3 years and 4 to 12 years. Now, I said this because I thought it would be mums have young kids and love to treat themselves. Might actually be a good market to go after. You know what I like about that? Are you picking kids because the natural lipsticks, they kiss their kids Absolutely. and stuff and they yeah. don't want to, yeah, nice one. Totally. And I think most parents would become more aware of what they're feeding their kids and so on, so it becomes important to them. Mm-hmm. Next one, women 21 plus that are expats. And with this one, sell them exclusive lipsticks. So you're actually able to choose uh, women that are expats that live in particular countries. Right. So what's the thinking there, being an expat? They like exclusive. They like nice things. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. Women 20, number seven, women 21 plus that are vegan. Again, they would probably like that. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Whole natural. Yeah. Cool. And there are the variations of vegan. Number eight, women 18 plus that are interested in luxury goods, sell them limited edition lipsticks. Yep, nice. Maybe even get them to opt in so you can notify them when their lipsticks are available. Mm-hmm. Number nine, this is men 18 plus in a relationship and interested in gifts for friends. Sell them a birthday gift pack. Nice. Number 10, women 21 plus that are interested in cancer awareness, sell them the benefits of natural lipstick. Right, so cancer awareness, that's interesting. There are other groups like uh, people that are interested in breast cancer, ovarian cancer as right, well. So right. those could be possible other types. Because they are the kinds of people that are very conscious of what Absolutely. the kind of stuff they put on yes. on and in their bodies, yeah. And I only say that because I've had a friend last year who died of cancer and the journey that they took was her whole family, or her husband and her, basically went through their entire life and figured out, kind of what they were putting on their bodies or on their skins or what they were eating. And cosmetics was a big part of it. Right, yeah. As to things that can contribute. And That's 10. That's 10. And I've got a bonus one for you. Oh. Women 18 plus interested in MAC cosmetics, NARS and Urban Decay cosmetics. So these are particular groups that were identifiable within the targeting of people that use these particular types of cosmetics. So if you could actually find out what was the exact relationship between these different brands, you could actually sell them something of equivalent or better fit. I like that. Now, tell me, when you were investigating these, were there any tools or any things that you found within Facebook? Yes, I was using the Facebook's audience... Insights tool. Insights tool, that's right. And you know what this made me realise? Usually when we go and we create ads and ad groups, we actually start by following the Facebook way of creating ads where you start from the top and work your way through down to the ad set. I actually found this really interesting because you gave me this challenge 
And all I did was investigate audiences that I could market to. And I actually thought that I was thinking of far more things that I could do rather than starting with going, oh, well, I'm just going to write this ad and push this out. This has given me far more insight into doing this. And I think in a far more targeted manner. So Excellent. We'll start with that next time. All right. Well, thanks for those. That were great. All right, Craig, on to our podcast of the week. And this one's a, quite a special one. Um, have we mentioned this one on the show before? I don't think we have. It's the first time ever. It's uh, Hubshots, episode 73. And really why I think I love this show is because of the topics and the useful tips. They, they cover quite a range of HubSpot topics and some useful tips, don't they? Absolutely. And I'd like to give a shout out to Chris Mottram, who edits the podcast for our show. Thank you, Chris, yes. for doing it every week and supporting us on this journey. Yeah, thanks, Chris. So have a listen to Upshots, episode 73. <laughs> All right, on to our resource of the week, Craig. All right, getting back to a bit more serious now. So this is Ross Hudgens from Siege Media, who we saw at um, Inbound, by the way. He's excellent, talking on SEO. He's got an article on the on the skyscraper technique. Now, yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah. Now, just to uh, remind people, the skyscraper technique is kind of that whole ten times content, that kind of epic content piece. Yes. So the concept's not new, right? And although as a marketing manager, you might not be aware of the term, but that's the term epic kind of content that is much better than anything else. Yeah. The goal being it will get you to number one. Now. What Ross does is he looks and he says so many people have this misunderstanding of skyscraper technique that just the fact that you write this long, well-researched epic piece will guarantee that it'll work for you. What he's doing is kind of in this piece saying it will sometimes, but you've actually got to be smart about it and think actually realistically, could you really ever rank number one for that term or the topic that you're chasing? Because if it's owned by a brand, a big, well-known brand, you've almost got no chance Mm. even if your content is 10 times better than what's number one. And so he's really kind of a call to reason saying, just don't think, because the response he's talking back to are people who have said, oh, Skyscraper, we did that. We invested thousands in this content and it didn't increase our rankings. He's saying, yeah, well, did you actually take a look up front to make sure it was feasible? Mm. So I think that's a good reminder. You know, we often talk about content, the power of content, all that kind of thing, but you've got to be smart about it. Don't just shoot, oh, insurance yeah i'll rank number one for that you know that kind of thing it's just diluted so yeah a good piece for for setting reality i think yeah all right craig on to our quote of the week i did consult chatbot about this or should i say growth bot didn't really come up with anything it said didn't really understand what a quote of the week was what what happened when you asked hub shots chatbot it actually gave me a result so have a look what results you get back but anyway on to the quote of the week I was, um, I've been enjoying Suits, the series on Netflix. Oh, yes. And um, I decided that we should have a Suits quote. And I, I found one that Harvey Specter was talking about. It said, don't raise your voice, improve your argument. But when, actually, when I went back and actually looked for that quote, it was from Desmond Tutu. <laughs> so it was a great quote, nonetheless. You actually verified the source, which is admirable. So there you go. So it's not Harvey Specter, it's Desmond Tutu. On to our random thought of the week, Craig. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about this, but just point you to this site called Landbook, land-book.com. It's just a site that curates excellent-looking websites, particularly homepages. So if you're after some inspiration, just spend some time browsing through that. You'll get some great ideas. Fantastic. On to our final bogus tip of the week, Craig. 
And this is from a Quora thread that you found. I spend a lot of time on Quora these days, I have to say. Why, Craig? So Quora, for those who don't know, is a kind of a Q&A, question and answer site, I guess uh, ranked based on upvotes. So people pose a question, then people respond, and questions are upvoted that are yeah. good. And so I find the quality very high. Okay. And you follow topics. So yes. you can follow content marketing, inbound marketing, all that kind of stuff. But uh, some, one of them was life hacks that I was yeah. following. Yeah. I, I really love this. I can read it out. Read this out, yeah. It says, if you're having trouble when buying a gift for your friend, send them a simple text. I wanted to buy my classmate a gift for her birthday, but I didn't know what she really liked. So I texted her. Guess what I got for your birthday? It's your favorite thing. She immediately began guessing what I got her. And that way I had a whole list of ideas of what present she wanted. (laughs) And then I think you said you're going to tweak this a bit, right? I would just tweak it. So I'd I'd say, guess what I'm getting for your birthday. Hint, it's your favorite thing. Just because then I'm not actually lying and say I have already bought it. So yes. it's still it's still a little bit um, a little bit misleading. But I, and that's why we've called it bogus tip of the week. <laughs> kind of like I wonder if that would actually work. And if someone t- texts you that now, you know what they're really thinking. <laughs> so anyone who's listening to this show and would like to send Craig a present for his birthday, please send in the text yeah. or ask chatbot. <laughs> Oh, we should do. Well, yep, you can go and ask the HubSpot chatbot. Herein ends the show for the week. We'd love you to join us on our Facebook group, on our WhatsApp group, and actually be a part of the conversation. And book in for Cafe Consulting on the 8th of March in Sydney CBD. All right, so just before I go, so I'll explain all those assets. So there's the WhatsApp group, yes. right? Then there's the HubShots group, Facebook yes. group. There's the HubShots page right there's the hubshots room right so that's three facebook entities but on the hubshots page there's actually the messenger bot so you you can interact with the hubshots chatbot on the page right have i totally confused things for people absolutely yeah (laughs) anyway it's almost like throw a dart at a wall and you'll hit (laughs) hubshots you'll hit hubshots somewhere anyway we'd love you to join us and be a part of the conversation be a part of the community and to share and help us test and highlight new things to get ahead of your marketing. Until next time, Craig. Catch you later, Ian. Thank you for listening to this episode of HubShots. For show notes, resources, HubSpot news, including practical strategies you can implement, visit us at hubshots.com.